Welcome to the Millionaire Next Door podcast with Robert Curtis, CFP, accredited investment fiduciary from Signature Estate and Investment Advisors. In this podcast, we help successful wealth accumulators like you looking to transition to a work optional lifestyle by helping you build strategies for growing and maintaining your wealth. Robert draws from years of experience and fiduciary responsibility and interviews guest experts to help you build reliable strategies to grow and maintain your wealth. Now, on to the show. There are a lot of financial advisors to choose from, which means you should look for someone with a process and team that sets them apart from the crowd. Welcome back to The Millionaire Next Door. I'm Patrice Sikora, here with your host, Rob Curtis. Now, Rob, you work to rise above the noise, so to speak, and stand out. How have you done that? It's simple. It's, it's our people, our practice, and our process. I've been helping people manage and grow their wealth for more than two decades. I'm a certified financial planner and an accredited investment fiduciary. Now, those are big titles, but they, what they really mean, Patrice, is that I have the experience to advise and the compassion to put my client's interests first. All right. So tell me more about the processes then and the types of things that you actually do for your clients. Well, there's many things we do that all constitute an ongoing process called financial planning. It's a great question because not all of our clients understand everything we can do for them. I explain it broadly in our introductory meetings where we meet to decide if there's even a good fit to begin with, but sometimes I need to remind them and I often introduce tools and strategies we use over time as their situation and needs evolve. So, so, for example, a client may not yet have a large estate with complex planning issues, but over time they may. And over the years, I've had a number of clients, really pretty successful, you know, adults, you know, raising families, working hard to build their own wealth. But all of a sudden, their parents have had changes related to aging or death, and they've a- they're asked to take over as as trustee for their parents' estate sort of the sandwich generation factor. And then this this is usually very new to them, but mm-hmm. something I've helped with clients with a lot over the last 20 years. I've, I've even dealt with it firsthand in my own family and understand that sort of deer in the headlights feeling of suddenly having a big job thrust upon you with no experience. It's a huge change. You're taking on so much. It's a, it's a really big change, and they have a lot going on in their lives, and they, they just need some help. So now they need that help, and that's something we very much understand and are comfortable partnering with clients to coach them through the process, you know, where they're often serving in a capacity on behalf of their entire family, and of course, other siblings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whether that's congenial or not. Seen them both. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, all right. So tell me more about this comprehensive financial guidance and services you offer. Yeah. So from a big picture perspective, we combined our foundation in investment management and financial planning with advanced advisory services to create a truly customized client experience. Our holistic wealth management process includes the oversight and stewardship of all elements of your financial life along with a commitment to navigate the potential growth of your wealth, we help preserve your estate by managing risk, developing tax-efficient strategies, and planning for the distribution of your legacy. Uh, We share with clients what we call 
a wealth management pyramid. It starts with a solid base and includes a total of eight core areas on which we advise and work with clients on. And that's what we want to get to today, this wealth management pyramid. So describe it for me. What's the foundation? And then you said there were other building blocks. Go for it. Yeah, for sure. Over the life of a client relationship and into the next generation, we may do as many as 85 different things for them, you know, for a client. 85? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Not just financial planning here. Yeah, there, there's a lot of elements, you know, and I'd love to say all the clients understand exactly all those 85 and everything we're doing. But the, the reality is they, they commonly, they just understand what we've done for them up, up to this point. Mm. So, you know, I like to remind them that I've developed and refined a process that puts all the pieces of the puzzle together as their needs evolve and their lives unfold. Internally within my, routine, my, my team, we refer to it as eight pillars, one process. Okay. I want more, more. Yeah. Yeah. So, so by way of example, the Egyptians started building pyramids in 2700 B.C., and they're, they're amazing structures that are still intact today with the biggest and strongest stones forming the base and supporting all the other layers above it. Our foundation is investment management and financial planning, and each layer of services is built on that to provide holistic wealth management or, or holistic management, I should say, of all elements of your financial life, including retirement, tax planning, estate planning, charitable gifting business advisory services, and legacy planning. Mm -hmm. And our process grows with you and all members of your family as your lives change and needs evolve. All right. So you've got this solid base you're talking about. Tell me more about these building blocks. Yeah, for, for sure. Like, like any pyramid, again, you absolutely need a rock solid base to support all the other building blocks. Our primary focus and differentiating strength is in the very area of investment management. Our process provides strategic, tactical, and dynamic asset allocation strategies with ongoing monitoring and performance reporting. So we're very, very careful about what goes into portfolios. And often it's, it's not just what you own, but it's often just as if not more important what you don't own. So our strategy is tailor-built for each individual client, for their goals, for their risk tolerance. It's anything but a cookie-cutter, you know, one-size-fits-all strategy. Okay, I understand that. And in Pyramid, like you said, you've got to have that support, the primary focus. But then what are you building on top of this in this wealth management pyramid? Yeah, this is a good question. You know, next and, very and a very important block that impacts nearly everyone is comprehensive financial planning. In a nutshell, this is providing financial, retirement, investment, and tax planning with a certified financial planner professional. All right. This is not something you're going to do once, right? You're going to want to see the client again and again because things change. It, absolutely. So I like to emphasize repeatedly, financial planning is not an event, but a process that involves ongoing interaction. And that's why we're constantly communicating with you in a variety of ways that work best for you, digitally or in person, and meeting you where you're at to help guide you along the way. Okay. And keep going. Tell me more. This is getting good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my pleasure. So a third building block as we, as we work our way up this pyramid is investment solutions. This would be assessing and implementing college savings and retirement strategies, 
reviewing any old outside annuities that clients uh, may have. And a big area is setting up and managing 401k and other pension plans for business owners. So in this capacity, I work with a number of employer-sponsored plans you know, for law firms, dental practices, restaurants. I have a newspaper distributor mm-hmm. and a, a number of other self-employed individuals such as consultants, et cetera. It's really, it's any business owner where they feel they're paying way too much in taxes and they want to both defer income, you know, achieve tax savings and fund, and in some cases, super fund their retirement. It helps too if the employer wants to help their employees too as a benefit of employment. And we walk them through the, the ins and outs of that, you know, what's optimal to help them meet them where they're at and, and achieve their goals over the years. I have not heard two key words yet risk management. Okay, great. Well, that's the next uh, phase up in the this wealth management period. So uh, pyramid, I should say. It's, it's a very key area. So we review and implement life insurance and long-term care coverage for your estate. I mean, those, those can be very impactful components. I like to say we're not salespeople. We're not insurance salespeople, but we rather we build the process of risk management into our process while acting as advisors, fiduciaries, and stewards on your behalf. And then if we keep working our way up the pyramid, tax planning is really important to virtually all of sure. our clients. You know, I hear it over and over again, and people people expect tax-efficient strategies. So we're not CPAs, but we collaborate very closely with, with clients' tax professionals to help provide tax-efficient strategies for our clients once again, we've built that into our process, and it's very much appreciated by our clients. And then, you know, if you keep working your way up the pyramid, another building block is trust and estate planning. I described a situation earlier, you know, where clients in their 40s and 50s, for example, building their own estates and, you know, suddenly become trustees of their parents' estate or that they're tasked with looking after some others. And in often cases, these are much larger estates because that that individual has had 30 to 35 years or so additional to build on that. So we do our best to proactively prepare them for this. We, we often work with, you know, clients, adult children or grandchildren. It's It's been an absolute delight to work with many second generation and a number of third generation clients. And, and we really do this as a as a favor to our primary clients, say, for example, the patriarch of the family, we always offer to work with their family members, no matter how much or how little they have. I mean, if they're part of that family and that person is important to them, and oftentimes they are, and it's doing them a favor with with respect to their legacy, you know, they're in. That's just simple as that. So we love to make those connections and help them out. And even if they're just starting school or a career, you know, we'll always give them advice and time and just just form a connection, but really try and help guide them on the right path wherever we can. So this past year, I mean, it's been quite interesting, obviously COVID, but I, I've had two clients that have had diagnosis of brain cancer in the past year. And that's been... Um, that's you know, got to be tough. Two, two clients and you've got to deal with that. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's not tough on me. It's tough on them and them well, and their yeah. families. So I'm there to assist them and you hear their challenges. Sure. You know, but these came on suddenly and it tasked either, the, either their spouses or adult children with a lot of duties of care. 
you know, including looking after their entire estate. And, and so we try and make that transition as seamless and as comfortable as possible so they can care for their families. I mean, they're taking them to appointments. They have all kinds of stuff. Just daily tasks are much, much more challenging. And then, you know, let them live their their life or be a, you know, a trustee or whatever it is. So we like to serve as a trusted partner, steward, caring sounding board in that process. Sometimes it's just processing distributions because their health care is more expensive or walking them through things or Sometimes, you know, a big thing is it's the spouse who didn't deal with this department. And now that other person is uh, is sort of incapacitated and they have all they're just overwhelmed. So we just try and make it really easy. And it's 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 a shock. We've just dealt with it enough so that we can step in and be a trusted advisor and professional and just really guide them and, you know, make make things easy because everything else in their life (laughs) has become exceptionally challenging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How is it when you're working with, say, their their kids, um, yeah. adult kids? Are they are they open to your advice? Do they welcome what you say? Good, good question. In a number of cases, yeah. You know, they're they're younger, so they'll take. You know, we just try and be really caring. I try and put myself in that role when I when I was a younger person. I suppose there's other times that they're not, but they 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 know that they need to step in to help their parents. So we like to guide them, and I I do feel a duty and care if this is their children or you know to really look mm-hmm. out for them and see that they're because I know that's important to them. You know, I've had some younger clients. I had I had a 14 year old who's mother died and left in a state. And so I've guided her. She's about 18 now, but, uh, you know, wow. she calls periodically and needs a little bit of money, but you know, she's, she's acting like a 14 or, you know, we, so we've had guided her. I have another one that really stands out. She's in an ROTC program in, in Washington, DC, and she's going to get deployed and she's really sharp. I mean, she's this female in the military that's trained and I mean, she's going to go great places, but she's like 22. So she's just a joy. And, I, you know, I'll even send them articles and things on the markets and what's going on with the economy. And so sometimes they're really receptive and it, it's fun because uh, I'm going a little off script here, but so, sometimes your own kids won't listen to you, but, <laughs> but they will. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you, I, I shouldn't, I suppose, delve much deeper, but I am curious. Do you almost become a, a surrogate parent? Uh, you know, I don't know if I'd go that far. I just try and um, really guide them. And I, I do think guiding folks, even with your own kids, it, it really is important that they have other outside influences, you know, other sure. adults that actually care. And then when you see that, you're really grateful because it takes that whole community or that village, you know, to raise and, and someone who actually takes your child or really has their, you know, there's a lot of people who are just too busy with their own stuff. So trying to get back to your question, I just try and guide them as if I were, or really just a pure advisory. This is good advice. I mean, I I had this one gal who, I guess it was an interesting situation. So she, she moved out of here, but in the middle of the COVID thing, I guess it became extremely difficult to rent, to rent apartment because there was all this, uh, stuff going on where people couldn't get evicted and stuff. So people were really reluctant to rent and she had the assets, but they, nobody would sign a lease. And so she, she was considering buying a place back East. And I was telling her, my gosh, you're just moving out there on an exploratory basis. 
I don't think it makes sense for you to buy. That's just too... She eventually was able to rent a place and it was great. But sometimes there's these situations where it has nothing to do with the wealth management pyramid. It's just common good advice and you're trying to guide them and give them good decisions. I mean, it would impact her finances a lot. So I don't know about a surrogate parent, but you try and act purely in their interests. And maybe you're a little more impartial because you're not their parent. You know, that again, that dynamic... Sometimes you you can just communicate a little bit simpler, but I I really like that process. And we've, of course, seen kids grow up and go to college and start careers, and and then sometimes they just take over. And I, as a side note, I celebrated a um, hundredth birthday for a client just last week. He's a he's a male, you know, a hundred. And, uh, and then his adult daughter is 60. So, you know, uh, you know, so, um, (laughs) he's not slowing down one bit. Yeah. That's awesome. That is great. Great. Yeah. All right. We better get moving along here. We've got a more of the pyramid to get through. So where are we going next? Next would be our business services. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So what that means, this would be working with business owners and ERISA fiduciaries to help design company retirement plans, employ benefits and transition planning. Uh, we really believe every business should be built with a plan to be transitioned eventually. And, and once in a while, or not that commonly, but sometimes we see very skilled business uh, owners, entrepreneurs who understand and do this really well. Unfortunately, that that's not always the case. Mm. Sometimes they end up hanging on way too long to a business and they don't have an effective business transition plan in place, such as a sale, you know, transition to a capable family member whose heart is in it, who really has the right skill set, who might even be able to pay for it. And so often these families wait way too long. So, so we do our best to advise them where we can along the way. And, and of course, we prefer the highly successful ones and we we've dealt with this you know where we can help them with the proceeds and the next stage of life and financial management but again unfortunately the sort of the later scenario is is far more common so we really seek where possible to educate around that and help prepare them to the extent possible is it the fact that they they wait too long and then decide okay i'm retiring tomorrow i want to sell but you can't sell a business overnight You, you can't sell it overnight you can't you know, just find the right buyer. You know, the, the smart ones are, well, sometimes they're approached, but sometimes they spend years, but they, they understand that's an end goal. And it just like people getting to retirement, but they, they really have a, a plan to scale back who's going to take over the next generation for that. And it's wonderful when we see it executed effectively. It's just, we need to guide those folks. All of a sudden they can't get rid of this thing. And sometimes it's their biggest asset, but right. if there's no buyer out there. Um, it's just like an absolutely beautiful home that if there's no buyers for, even though it's gorgeous and it's worth, no, you know, there's no not much market value to it. It's not going to mm-hmm. go anywhere. So, and, and a lot of these times, these are hung up in family situations with, with interesting dynamics. So when we see people that do this effectively, I really applaud them. And then they're usually sort of like, what's the big deal? And I'm like, you don't understand. Very few people do this so effectively. So so kudos to you. But, uh, you know, it's just a thing we try and advise. I mean, I run a business here too. So I have a continuity right. plan and I'm aware of that. But we run into a lot of cases across the board. The cobbler doesn't have the shoes, you know, or the CPA 
hasn't done his own taxes or the attorney hasn't done his own estate plan, not, not to pick on them, but they, that, that can come up. They're so busy serving others. And this is typical yeah. of a lot of business owners that they just, they, either they put themselves at the back of the line, you know, and then stuff just doesn't get done. So we try and step in and be that advocate and coach and say, you need to, I guess like on the airplane, you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you go start saving so even true. your own child next to you. Yeah. True, true. So true. So true. Yeah. All right. We're getting up to wealth counseling. Yes. Yes. We're at, we're at the top of the pyramid here, but, but providing wealth counsel to families, couples, partners to help bring continuity to future generations. We, we talked a bit about that. And then often charitable gifting, you know, causes of interest, distributions to, say, the American Cancer Society, hospitals, universities, gifts or legacy planning. Sometimes they, they really want to make some, some important gifts or even get their name on a building at a university. I've, I've worked through that one, too. But, uh, you know, whatever there's going to be their, their legacy and helping them realize that and accomplish that. Do they often come in with that in mind or do they sit down and say, I have the money. I want to do something. What can I do? I wouldn't say they come in. I mean, in most cases, we've worked with them, you know, for many, many years. So we get to know them and then maybe they're at a point where this is this is something they can do in addition to taking care of their, you know, their children or their, their family. But there's other important things they want to do. So, so it develops over time. And then we do things like from IRAs, the, these required minimum distributions can go off to a charity and you don't take it as income. That's a real popular one. You know, just people change. Sometimes they reach a point in life where they'd like to, to make a gift to these other entities and see, you know, and sp- sort of sprinkle their, their legacy around or, or, you know, they get to a point where they realize this was really an important thing that I want to be an ongoing contributor to. And uh, so so I'd say it evolves over time. Rarely do they just come in and then say, I want to do all these things. Yeah. So we've usually been working with them for a long time, but we, we can meet them wherever they're at and advise them again. This can tie very, you know, depending upon the level, we might, we will probably involve, you know, their, their tax counsel. Those are big things. The fact that a lot of these are deductible is, is, is a big deal while you're doing good and the government permits them and they they lose that revenue, but it helps the charity, it helps the individual, and they're okay with that because of the types of causes mm-hmm. they're supporting. Yeah. So I enjoy that. That that's really nice because then it's uh a giving back. And uh, I serve on a hos- hospital board where we actually advise folks on a lot of this, people who might want to gift off to them or or build that institution into their legacy planning in some capacity. And often that's working with them over, you know, decades. Right. Right. Definitely. Definitely. All right, Rob. I mean, we've gone through a lot of stuff here. Is there something we have not covered that you think we should, that you want to make sure we sh- we do? Yeah, we, we, we've covered a lot here. At the end of the day, I'd like to say we, we offer an unemotional rules-based systematic process that that's tailored to to you to the client and it's it's like the difference between a generic sort of takeout menu and if you had your own personal chef and trainer that customizes a menu based on your diet and nutrients and ingredients that that your body needs to stay optimal and healthy and flavors you love and then that wouldn't be the same for everybody else you know everybody's internal makeup's a little bit different so we're very attuned to that 
at the end of the day, I mean, each my biggest joy is is when people tell me they have more clarity and they can look to the future with anticipation rather than apprehension. And that's really the reason why I became an advisor in the first place. That is a fantastic statement. Look at the future with anticipation rather than apprehension. I love it. I love it. So, Rob, how can listeners reach? Yeah, that's, that's great. They can find me on LinkedIn, on Facebook. They can go to my firm's website, seia.com, find my bio. You know, they can reach me by email. If, if they really want to call my office, you know, we can set up, you know, a meeting, that type of thing. Shoot me a note and I'm pretty findable. I have a series of videos on my website too. They're about two minute videos. There, there's about 10 or 12 out there. And so if you want to see a little bit more on this with some visuals, check those out. All right. Thank you. That is Rob Curtis of Signature Estate and Investment Advisors. That's the SEIA he mentioned. Make sure you're notified when a new episode of Rob's podcast, The Millionaire Next Door, is ready for you. Subscribe or follow, and please share and comment. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to the Millionaire Next Door podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Signature Estate and Investment Advisors or Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.